Hi, y'all. It's Lindsay, and I'm so excited for you to listen to episode 11 of the I Hate Green Beans podcast. This week's episode is special because my guest is my sister, Jamie, and we discuss our favorite movies from the 80s. Full disclosure, neither Rocky Balboa nor John McClane make an appearance. My apologies to all the dudes out there, including my brother-in-law, Gary. Enjoy the show. Hey, everyone. I'm Lindsay, and welcome to the I Hate Green Beans podcast. During each episode, I'll be discussing television, movies, music, and books with friends who love pop culture as much as I do. For those of you wondering, yes, we will be talking about the Bachelor franchise. And no, I do not want to try your grandmother's famous green bean casserole recipe. But thanks for offering. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Very excited about this podcast because for the first time I have my sister, Jamie. We're going to have to disclaim this a little bit because whenever we were talking to Jamie's husband, Gary, about the best 80s movies, he popped off about 10. Five of them were boy heavy and like half of them we had never even heard of. Like, did that even come out that year? Right. We didn't Mm -hmm. know what he was talking about because he's a boy. He kept Mm -hmm. saying Rambo and Die Hard and all that kind of stuff. We are going to disclaim that I guess what we need to tell y'all is that this is the best 80s movies according to Jamie and Lindsay. Yes, absolutely. According to the Ray household. Because we're experts. That's right. Now, we also should disclaim that collectively, Jamie's three movies and my three movies either came out in 1985 or 1986. Yes, yes. Spanner years. Spanner years. We think we got HBO that year, but we're not really sure. Yes. But I also... Something happened. Something pivotal. But I also don't think we... We never went to the movie. We did not. Because we are weird. Actually, I did see one movie at the movies, and it's not on our list, but it's at a different topic. Dirty Dancing. Yeah. I saw that on the big screen. But that's it. Did you sneak and mom didn't know? I think so. I bet you did. I think I did. I saw it at Tiffany Tut's house on Beta. Yeah. Thank you, Tiffany. Hi, hi. So we, we took Dirty Dancing out. Yeah, we took that out, but... All the rest of these we saw like all in, the time. We saw like in basements and <laughs> <laughs> there are no basements in Texas. <laughs> yeah, you know. We saw at slumber parties yeah. or yeah. you came back and said you need to watch this because you you're older. Yes. But we also this was the first thing out of Jamie's mouth whenever I said pick your movies I, while while the word movie was coming out out of my lips. Jamie said 16 candles. Yes. We took 16 Candles out of the mix. Now, before you email us, Mm -hmm. we took 16 Candles out because it is in this way up here, high... World of its own. World of its own. You're never going to... Plus, we also talked about it in... I talked about it with Laura in my romantic comedy podcast, episode four. And we we hit it pretty hard there, but we felt like we needed to at least say, hey, 16 Candles... Oh yeah, it's there. It's there. There yeah. forever mm-hmm. in any if you if you want to talk about eighties movies, mm-hmm. if you want to talk about our romance movies, mm-hmm. if you want to talk about best kiss in a movie, yeah. if you want to talk about lovable nerds, if you want to talk about what you think of when you think of your childhood and what movie you watched, right, that's right. it. Yeah. Epic. So we're not Epic eighties. Yes. E- epic eighties. High school, coming of age. John Hughes. Best John Hughes. Yeah, I would say. We just, we're taking 16 Candles off the table. All of that to say, off the table. Right. Now, 
<laughs> you want me to edit that out? Yeah. Yeah, please. <laughs> so before we get started, Jamie, tell the listeners a little bit about yourself, who you are, how you, how long have we known each other? Oh, how long have we known each other? I've known you since before you were born. Did you? Yeah, I knew you. I loved you before you were born. Did you remember loving me when I was born? Uh, not so much. <laughs> no, 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 no. You never wanted to put me up for adoption? Um, to my knowledge. You to your knowledge. Yeah. yeah, that's smart. There's the disclaimer there. <laughs> to your knowledge. No, no. You were you were good. You were... Um, I, I found this. I just have to share. Uh, yeah, I'm Lindsay's sister, Jamie. Um, I'm the older one, the wiser one, the, wa- the one that taught her how to speak and read and eat and care for herself like, you know, like they do out in the wild. True. You know? Yeah, <laughs> I really did. I taught her everything she knows. Yes. Know, right. She's about <laughs> um, using a microphone. No, I, literally, I was thinking about this and I thought, how cool is it that you asked me to come and sit over a microphone and share some things the listeners may not know that I gave you your start you did. like you didn't get to speak she had no speaking <laughs> roles people she had no speaking roles um we had a little what was it Memorex is that like the brand name of yes. the, I meant we're gonna age me at least here we had a little cassette <laughs> tape recorder you know the kind where mm-hmm. you have to put push eject and it pops up mm-hmm. and you put the little cassette tape in there and it has a little orange reddish button that's part of the play button but you have to push the orange part if you want it to record yep so in my little bedroom over there you were probably about five or six maybe going on up into seven probably. and eight because i meant we were legit mm-hmm. we would uh, record our archie comic book stories and Lindsay, your beloved Lindsay, had some major parts we let her do the sound effects <laughs> My friend and I decided that she had graduated up and she could do the sound effects. She didn't just have to like get, you know, our drinks, our Dr. Peppers and our waters <laughs> and everything. She got to graduate and she got to do sound effects. So just thought I would share that with the listeners a little bit there. I like to think I had a part in, you know, your future in podcasting. I never thought about you. that, yeah, Jamie. Think about it. Yeah. There weren't many sound effects in a comic book either. Because y'all weren't I doing know, like Batman you know, or, you no. know, Kapow, Blamo. No, right, right. I mean, the fans of Archie will know. It was more like his yeah. jalopy won't work. And y'all look at me yeah. and I'd go, exactly. See, we had you thinking outside of the box even then. I mean, gotta love that creative spirit. Yeah, we, uh, we're, we're artistes here, so. I bet Mama still has that in the attic. Yeah, actually. We should look. We I should found my look. new kid's tape up there not long hey, ago. Hey, that's right. That's right. Still hanging so, tough. I, I guarantee you it's out there. It's out there. The memories are there for sure. The memories are there. I, re- I <laughs> the remember. The foundation. The foundation was laid. You just didn't know it. I didn't. So, Jamie, you're older. I am the older but one. But people think you're the younger one. That's Why? That's not weird at all. What? Why? Yeah. <laughs> Who thinks yeah. that? Everybody thinks um, that. Like, when one of you is older? And I go, hmm. Wow. <laughs> kind of like when they say, <laughs> the you noise. look like wine on a judge. Yeah. You go, and I go, mm-hmm. thanks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd rather that. be. No, um, I don't get that. I don't get that at all. I'm always the older one when mm-hmm. it comes to. You're the shorter one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. True. 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 Yes. So what we're going to do today... We could do this forever. (laughs) We could do this forever. So what we're going to do today, though, is we're going to go back and forth with, again, 16 Candles is over there. Yes. Dirty Dancing is over there because we're doing an entire podcast on dancing. Like I said, oh, 
Yeah, you can't even Patrick Swayze. Oh my gosh, nobody puts Jamie in a corner either. That's right. So we're gonna go back and forth with our our top movies of the eighties. Yes, according to us. Yes, the experts. Yes. Of all things 80s movies, John Hughes. Yes. Of good movies. Ex- right. Whatever yes. Gary was talking about. <laughs> what is that? I don't know. Mm, I don't he know. really said something that I'd never heard, and I should yeah. have put it down because um, yeah. people are wondering right now, what did he say? Oh, yeah. Right. I don't know what he said. Oh, I've never heard of you'll it. You'll get a list. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm You'll sure 19,000 people are yeah. going to email me. You yeah. He'll heard, comment. He'll comment. You should have heard the love, the romance people. <laughs> oh, You've got mail. Yeah. People are passionate. Oh, yeah. People about are passionate. Matt Ryan. People are passionate. Tom Hanks. Well, he was passionate when you brought this yes. up. He, he just didn't even ask. He just went, oh, well, you got to have. I right. mean, boom, boom, boom. So, okay. what's your first one? It's Pretty in Pink. Yes. Pretty in Pink. Yes. 1986. So you did not see that on the big screen to your knowledge. No, 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 no. I I literally, in the 80s, I think I might have gone to see two movies. And one, I had to come home early because of curfew. Right. I had to leave it. It's not because we're weird. No. It's just we're from a teeny tiny town. Yeah, we're from a teeny tiny town. We had better things to do, it seems. Yeah. Yeah. And it just, we, it's not, we're not weird for not going to the movies. Right. But I don't know. Are we? (laughs) We might be weird. Maybe we are weird. So having said all that, no, I did not see Pretty in Pink on the silver screen, Mm -hmm. but, um, it did make an impact. It did and make an impact. Tell me again what year? 1986. Okay. And what I wrote down about Pretty in Pink for sure that, you know, obviously by John Hughes. Yes. The beloved John Hughes. Yes. Pretty in Pink had Andy and yes. Ducky yes. and Blaine. Blaine. And Steph and Iona <laughs> and um, Mr. Walsh and the Dice Man and <laughs> Benny. I meant, really? That was, yeah, Benny. I was a girl, by the way, and I had Simon. Yeah. Oh, you liked him. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Because I was going to bring that up. I I was going to bring that up, and I was waiting for you. I remember you liking Simon. I was waiting for you to bring it up. People probably don't even know who Simon is. If you don't know who Simon is, then just turn it off right now. You are not allowed (laughs) to hear it. No. Simon was. Dweezil Zappa. Yes, and was. I loved... Simon had never been in a movie before. Mm-hmm. He was Molly Ringwald's boyfriend, boyfriend. at the time. Yes. Just a little cameo. Yes. I loved him. So he's the one that's yes. in the... whenever Yeah. Scene. Whenever Ducky's outside with Andrew Dice Clay yes. eating Doritos because yes. he can't get in. Yes. She's inside with... Is it Benny or Iona at that time? Mm, I think she went with Iona one time... She didn't go with Benny. Benny is the blonde that was not nice to her. Oh, right, 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 right. The other girl's name. You know what? I didn't even write her down. Yeah. That's so sad. But I think she was with her. But yeah, 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 definitely Ducky wasn't cool enough to get in. And definitely Blaine wasn't with her at the time. But Simon was just there. And mm-hmm. Simon doesn't say have a speaking he's part. He's just not in his he's head. Into the, he's into the music, into man. Into the music, man. He's into the music. He's feeling it. Just love him. Yeah. I could just look at him. That's what we did get to do. We got to look at him <laughs> a little bit. What? Why do you think you liked Pretty in Pink? That's did, a, that's did a, you identify with Molly Ringwald's character? No, I did not. So you weren't making your own clothes out no, of old prom dresses? I did not do that. I did not do that. I Well, in a way, I probably identified with her a little bit, I will say. Mm-hmm. Definitely in the 80s, but not because I 
had a sewing machine or, you know. Right. But the whole idea of the clothes at the time where you could make a piece of clothing your own mm-hmm. because, you know, embellishments were so popular in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Buttons and embellishments mm-hmm. and stones mm-hmm. and the way you wore your socks and the way you wore your tights and what you wore with things was so different. So I actually did identify with that part of it. Mm-hmm. I think Molly was a little more talented than I am mm-hmm. um, when it came to that. But I did appreciate her character. I didn't really identify with her necessarily character per se, but I could appreciate her character. As so. being the kid that's outside in the courtyard versus the Absolutely. cool kid. Absolutely. Because one thing that you and I both were, and this may be me projecting onto you, but I remember mom saying that we were both, we both struggled with thinking, I'd like to be over here in this group, but I also like people in that group, and I also like people in that group, and how Mm -hmm. am I supposed to pick? Absolutely. Because as a kid in junior high and high school, you feel like you're supposed to pick. Yes. And and you and I had a hard time vacillating between... We didn't... I, I, and I'll speak for you, too. We didn't feel comfortable identifying with one mm-hmm. because we don't feel comfortable saying that we're one click mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. leaves people out. We're very sensitive to that. Mm-hmm. And I feel like when Pretty in Pink came out, I was about eighth grade. Mm-hmm. Just aged myself. But mm-hmm. I was about eighth grade, maybe going into ninth grade. And clicks obviously were super important socially mm-hmm. and and still are. I mean, I'm an 8th grade teacher now, so I get that. Yeah. Um but at the time I was pretty happy because my 8th grade year was one of my like favorite years. I, I look back on it and reflect back on that time. It was very cool because the clicks hadn't super gelled mm-hmm. at that point and I was happy about that. Mm-hmm. I, I felt like we were all close. Mm-hmm. Now that might have been naivete, but it felt that way to me. Me it too. It felt that way. So, And I think it might have felt that way because we didn't pick one. Right. Other people may have felt left right. out because they were legitimately left out. And other people may have felt elite right? because they legitimately made themselves right. a popular group. I'm using air quotes. And we just kind of, if we're over here, we're here. We floated And I think bit. it's because we were both cheer slash dance so we were stuck in this athletic category which you and I both know neither of us are athletic right no and then thank you for sharing you're welcome Mm -hmm. and then there's um we were both in advanced classes true but we're not valedictorian right smart right so we thank you for sharing yeah. yeah and then we're over here in this artistic that is very true poetry or one act play right or and right. so we're kind of over in that area too and right. we just bounce back and wow forth. you know what we were renaissance women we were renaissance wait women. we still are renaissance I women think but so. that was our formative years we were renaissance pretty in pink for me you asked did i identify i really i can identify with all of them on a base level because i get it yeah I get it. And and I'm not naive enough to know that it wasn't at our school. It was. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So I just, I, I'm not that person that goes, I was, you know, I was Andy. Yeah. I, I, that's not me. Yeah. Um, I didn't, I don't feel like I, I might have fit in with her at some points, definitely mm-hmm. during my life. But I also could identify with Ducky at some yeah, points yeah, yeah. in my life as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. So here's my question for you or something I would like to discuss. Blaine. Blaine. Is that a name? 
Or an appliance. Or a, marin, a major appliance. His name is Blaine. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> that's one of my favorite quotes. Yes. Blaine. Blaine. So that's Andrew McCarthy. Bl- is Blaine. Is Blaine. Right. I never thought Andrew McCarthy was that cute. No, me either. Okay. No, nope. I'm okay. with you there. We're on the same <laughs> boat on that one. I, um, yeah, I agree. I, that part of the movie. Mm-hmm. Now, what I, okay, so I went and saw Pretty in Pink when it celebrated its 30, 30 years last years ago. year. Yeah, or is it last, last year? year okay. 2016. Okay. Lord help us all. Afterwards, it said, stay tuned for a mini documentary. And they said that originally, Andy is supposed to end up with Ducky. Yes. And that's how yes. they ended the movie. Yes. And it tested horribly. horribly. Yes. So then they had to do that whole prom scene at yes. the very end where Again. she's holding his hand. That's mm-hmm. John Hughes's hand she's holding, not John Cryer's hand. Right. She had a horrific flu where she passed out in John oh. Cryer's arms. And Andrew I, I McCarthy was already in some military movie and it buzzed his head. So oh, his hair is a wig. A wig. Oh my gosh. And that's why it, it just seems kind of a little discombobulated, I think. But audiences oh, hated, hated that she was Ducky. Now, if I think back, would I have liked her to end with Ducky? Probably not, if right. I'm honest. Right. But, and this is what I think I'm doing, Jamie. Mm-hmm. I'm comparing. Mm-hmm. Blaine mm-hmm. to Jake Ryan. Right. Yep. And I'd pick Jake Ryan every single time. Exactly. Right. I think you're right. Yeah, I think you're... No, I'm going to agree with you. When I really stop and look at it, I never... I never felt like Blaine and Andy really meshed. They didn't. They had no She chemistry. was trying really hard. Mm-hmm. And he was trying... Meh. So what do you like about the movie then? I had Ducky. Me too. Ducky. I'm really stopping and thinking about it, and I'm thinking about what are my sa- my favorite parts, what are my favorite mm-hmm. quotes, mm-hmm. what do I find endearing, mm-hmm. what do I connect with, what do I laugh at. It's all Ducky. Mm-hmm. Or Iona. I liked her. I do too. She's just bizarre and yeah. crazy. I meant, you know, and... What's your favorite scene from the whole movie? Um, one of my favorite scenes, of course, is when Ducky is dancing. And I think that that's probably one of most people's. I mean, it's just... Uh, In the record shop? Yes, it's the Otis Redding. Try a little tender. Yes, that's right. Otis so Redding good. song. It was really good. Um, I have read that, you know, John Cryer did a lot of ad-libbing. And that he brought a lot of flavor mm-hmm. to the set and I can totally see that and I think mm-hmm. that we get that and mm-hmm. gosh we want to like him so well one of my other favorite scenes and I don't you know I don't want to butcher it but w- is when he basically calls Andy out yeah here's the point Andy I'm not, I'm not particularly concerned with whether or not you like me because I live to like you and 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 I can't like you anymore so so when you get your heart splattered all over hell and, and you're feeling really low and dirty don't don't look to me to help pump you back up because because maybe for the first time in your life, I won't be there. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. To me, I, I love that scene. Mm-hmm. I love that scene. The movie also has that wonderful ending um, song with yes. If You Leave yes. by OM. That, yes. was, that was really good. I don't know. Did you ride the wave much, the new wave? wave? No. Yeah, exactly. No, not so, even a little bit. I wrote it a little bit. I wrote it a little bit. With who? 
just honestly, just in general, like oh. I think I, me being a little bit older, just a little bit, just a little bit older than you, just a little bit, skate. like about a minute, just a, just a minute. Yeah. <laughs> okay. There was a lot of drill teamy things. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? New order like and stuff, and and synthesizer beat. Absolutely. So this soundtrack for Pity and Pink was very, mm-hmm. you know new wave mm-hmm. driven and mm-hmm. so very popular especially if you were into new wave absolutely okay here's my first one okay it was from 1985 and it was the goonies Ooh, which i do think we probably watched on hbo maybe i don't know it made 61 and a half million dollars which wow. was a pretty big deal for 1985 and it was written by chris columbus Okay. Who is a big time director now. And um, Steven Spielberg was involved too. So if you don't know the story of the Goonies, that makes me sad. A. B. Mm -hmm. It's this handful of friends who live in Astoria, the city of Astoria, Mm -hmm. Oregon. And they live in what they call the goondocks. Not the boondocks, but the goondocks with a G. Right. And the rich preppy people of Astoria are wiping out the goondocks neighborhood to make a country club. Right. And so one day, Mikey, the little, our, our little kid leader, right. finds the treasure map in the dad's attic and just adventure ensues. Yes. So what a I love, adventure. a great adventure is yes. Zeus. I mean, it has pirates and it has mm-hmm. bad people and it mm-hmm. has killings and it has treasure maps and it has an actual Josh Brolin. treasure. <laughs> has Josh Brolin? Has Josh Brolin? Has Josh Brolin? Has Josh Brolin? That was Josh Brolin's debut movie. Yes. He is the big brother yes. named Brand, which, B-R-A-N-D, which half the time Mikey is calling him bro. Right. They just leave it in, but he's calling him bro for Brolin. Oh. Because he's messing up this whole entire time, but they kept it in because people are thinking, well, that's his His brother brother. in the movie. So sometimes it's brand, sometimes it's bro. Okay. Which I thought was kind of cute. That is. And then um, the other thing that I liked about it was there's this legend of One-Eyed Willie. Yes. And the director was a guy named Richard Donner. Okay. And he pulls Mikey aside, who is played by Sean Astin. Right. Who is Sam in Lord of the Rings. Yes. Yes. So yes. cute. Yes. So cute. And he's also Rudy. Yes. The guy who yes. played Rudy. Yes, he is Rudy. So he pulls him aside mm. and he tells him one time the story of One-Eyed Willie. Mm-hmm. And then he makes him go and shoot it. So mm-hmm. when you hear him rambling no. around going, it could have been this or maybe it was that. I don't know. It's because <laughs> the director... Just told him one time, and he didn't want it to be rehearsed sound. I love it. So I thought that was really cute. Other people, um, Corey Feldman. Yes. Was Mouth. Yes. And I have to tell you, the boy did a good job yes, in he Goonies. Did. He may be weird and kind yeah. of out there right yeah. now. No, he was good. But he was, he good. was so good as Mouth. He was Mouth. very good in Mouth. He was a great comic relief mm-hmm. with... Speaking Spanish to the um, yes, housekeeper to the lady. housekeeper. That was a great scene. Telling her where to put all the drugs. Yes. But that's not what the mom was saying. She's <laughs> looking at him like he's crazy. Mm. I thought he was good. I also read this too. When the kids see the pirate ship for the first time. Do you remember they were going what looked like a water slide? Yes. And then they all shoot out yes. and land in the water. That looked so fun. They said it was fun and they played on it all oh, the time. I would. I that would looked, have too. Even the adults. So yes. They said the, even the adults did. 
So they they shot them out and they landed. But that was after. The first thing they did is put him in the water backwards and they had him to go underwater and come up wet and then turn and look at the pirate ship. Oh. So their initial reaction of how big and grand and huge it was because it was would be caught full on. size pirate ship. That's would cool. be caught on camera. That's so I cool. thought that was good. That is neat. Very very neat. And then while they're on the pirate ship, the Fratellis make them empty all their pockets and give them all their jewels and all the treasures that they took. Right. So they could save the goondocks. Right. And Mouth has all that stuff in in his, his mouth. mouth. And the Fratelli lady pulls out. Oh, yes. The pearls. The pearls. Uh-huh. And then he, puh, puh, puh. <laughs> like seven. Still keeps coming. Seven jewels. Yes. They said that was a live film, that the Fratelli lady had no idea how much he was had in, in his there? mouth, and neither did anybody else. Okay. So when you hear her pulling it out, and she's going, oh my gosh. Because <laughs> it good just voice. keeps oh, coming. Perfect. And then, puh, puh, puh. And then you hear everybody <laughs> kind of laughing, like, how in the world? Because they were amazed that he could get that much That's great. in his mouth. I thought that was funny, too, but... I don't know. That was great. You just took me back. I love yes, that. Yes. Yeah. I think why I liked The Goonies was it's something that, and maybe because I'm not a kid now, I'm not really looking at it, mm-hmm. but we were talking about this last night. Mm-hmm. It was brand new. Mm-hmm. It was adventure. Mm-hmm. It wasn't so scary that right. you felt, but but you were still a little yeah, nervous about it. I got a little scared. Booby traps. Yes. The, the Fratellis were right. putting Chunk's hand in a blender. Right. That one, it's a stiff yes, that falls yes. out of the ice cream yes. refrigerator. Right. And, and it and all of that, sloth can be scary at times with right. it being wonderful right. and great. Right. We love him. But I just think that it was a a, a, a true kid adventure movie, but also the idea of we can band together and we can help our community. And, you know, this is our time. It's their time up here. It's right, our time right, down right. here. Goonies never yes, say die. Yes. I just loved the... It was in, it was powerful. It was empowering. Yes. Adventure I agree. I agree. Of it all. And there's a little love interest on the side. Yes. You know, you got to have that. I love a love interest. Yeah. I think I wanted to be her. Yeah. Andy? Yeah. Or Steph? Andy. Yeah. Yeah. And in that movie. You saw her panties a lot. Did you? Because you, she's in a cheerleader. I wouldn't want people to see that. <laughs> but I meant, I think I wanted to be her. I thought it was cool to be her because she was still cool and she was willing mm-hmm. to go. Kind of whiny a little bit, but then mm-hmm. she ended up being cool mm-hmm. and I'm not too old to go on this adventure. Right. And I'm going to leave that rich boyfriend yes. toy who's so mean that's right down the wishing well she yes. just sent the bucket up with his sweater that's right <laughs> there take you that, go Troy. take that my favorite part is at the end where sloth saves them where he's holding up the boulder and they're crawling between oh, his legs yes. and he gets out i love that but i really really love when when andy has to play the bones yes to get yes to get the drawbridge yes. to come down yes. because for some reason that has so much tension in it but the chords that she plays, mm-hmm. when they're the correct chords, mm-hmm. not the, the right. flat chords, just enhances everything. And it's one of my favorite lines when she goes, something to be flat. Right. And Mikey right. goes, huh, if you don't get it, we'll all be flat. Huh? <laughs> and I thought, that was, I that was good. I that's good. Go, Mikey. Yes. That was good. I mean, we got to play the bones to get out of here. Exactly. Were they out there? Hurry up. You guys, look. 
There, there are notes on it. So and it's all of them encouraging her right. and her being nervous right. and just really cool bone organ. Yeah, you know, and that just made me think about that's one of my favorite parts too. And the sets just mm-hmm. I think took us to a place and it was almost like going to an amusement park yeah. for a you know a couple hours or something like that. It just, you're right, it just took you somewhere else that um, and they did a good job of that. They did mm-hmm. a good job of making you believe you were really you know, going through what they were going through and you were on, you know, a hunt for that. So mm-hmm. I, I, and there was something to be gained at the end. So you yeah, thought yeah. for them, when yeah. do it, you can do and it. And the fact that they didn't get the jewels. Exactly. But then he put some jewels mm-hmm. in his marble bag. Exactly. And the lady's like, ah, Dios yes. mio, ah, Dios yes. mio. And Mal's having to go, no right. pen, no pen, no paper, no sign. Right, right. <gasps> and they rip it up. They and rip there up goes the... One-Eyed Willie. Yes. In the so, back. Aww. Yeah. It was one of the top movies from 1985. I believe I'm just it. just going to say it. I okay, what's it. your second? My second is The Breakfast Club. Yes. Every That's the one that whenever Jamie said, what do you think my top three for? Everybody said The Breakfast Club. Absolutely. For her. They yes. knew it. 1985, John, yeah. another John Hughes, Triple Threat. You know, he wrote it, produced it, and directed it. Had his muse, of course, uh, Molly Ringwald was in it. You had your rebel, John Bender. Mm-hmm. Um, Who was my Bender in the movie. Um, Judd Nelson. Was Judd Nelson. You had your Princess Claire, which of course was his muse. Um, you had your outcast Allison, mm-hmm. which was played by Ali Sheedy. And you had Brainy Brian. And you had Jock Andrew. So you had five... Students. So Brian was Brian was Anthony Anthony Michael, Michael Hall, Hall and Andrew Andy, was um, Emilio Emilio Estevez. Estevez. That's correct. Yes, and they were known. They were part of the Brat Pack. Yes, that's when the Brat Pack was born. Yeah, right? it was kind Breakfast of born Club. pretty much. Yes, all during that time because honestly, some of these same actors I read were you know playing high school students here mm-hmm. and then they were also about to or had almost just started because john hughes was known to overlap his yeah. projects because of budgets st elmo's fire yes st elmo's fire where they were playing college age students so um but they were they were known as mm-hmm. kind of the beginning of the the brat pack um breakfast club chance for these students to tell their story in saturday detention they had to get there at 7 a.m and stay until 3 p.m. Got to know the the song. Yeah. Don't you yeah. forget, forget about me. me. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. By Simple Minds. Simple Again, minds. another, you know, we're on that wave. We're riding that wave with the new wave era. And according so, to the movie Pitch Perfect, yes, Billy Idol was supposed to have that, and he turned it down. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah I just learned something new. Uh-huh. So 
it's still considered one of the greatest high school films. Yeah. Films made about high school. Yeah. One of the most memorable ones, like you just said, you just referenced that you name the 80s and yes. everybody mentions yes. The Breakfast Club. They had to write a thousand word essay on who they think they are. And that was their assignment for t- the day. And that was the premise of the whole entire movie. Because um, the whole movie takes place in the, the library. The whole movie takes place between them arriving Mm -hmm. and being picked up. Favorite Mm -hmm. things, there's a lot. Mm -hmm. I liked a lot of things. One of the things, when I really stopped to think about why I like The Breakfast Club so much, and again, as far as character identification, he, John Hughes did a good job of, of course, pinpointing and drawing out the five different personalities, Mm -hmm. heads of cliques, if you will. They're so different, and they're brought together. Um, And at the end, Brian... Mm-hmm. At the end of the movie, Brian does a good job of bringing it all together. Dear Mr. Vernon, we accept the fact that we had to sacrifice a whole Saturday in detention for whatever it was we did wrong. But we think you're crazy to make us write an essay telling you who we think we are. And you see us as you want to see us. In the simplest terms, with the most convenient definitions. But what we found out is that each one of us is a brain and an athlete and a basket case a princess and a criminal does that answer your question sincerely yours the breakfast club you've got this scene where they've all kind of you know bonded through the day and everything and then Claire gives Bender her earring and he puts it in his ear. Ooh. I mean, just scandalous, man. <laughs> scandalous. He puts it in his ear. He doesn't just take it. He put, mm. puts it in his mm-hmm. ear with his fingerless glove. This pump in the air and everything. I think that's just, that's an epic scene. Yeah. Um, I wonder if he kept that earring. I don't know. That would be cool. I loved um, Allison just kind of staring, you know. <laughs> she had a great, like, stare, and she cut her eyes. That was one of my favorites. And, of course, the classic dandruff scene. Oh, gross. Who can forget yes. the dandruff Ugh. scene where, Ugh. you know, over her drawing. Yeah. And um, I loved any time Judd Nelson would kind of halfway smile. Because <laughs> he never did. He was kind of, he was just such a jerk. But, you know, the scene, the dancing montage, and of course, when they all gather together and you get to learn a little bit more about them and realize, you know, they have lives and they are people. Um, did you ever try to put on your lipstick like Claire? No, did? I thought that was. Jamie. No, no. You now haven't? That, that was so not a talent. Jamie. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Molly Ringwald. <laughs> Sorry, Molly Ringwald. But, I or, know. Sorry, Claire. I know it's not a talent, but you haven't tried to do it. No. Hold on here. Hold no. On. No, I won't do it. Yeah, I'm a, I think I could. I know I could. I'm going to just say that. I know I could do it, but why? Why? When to I have say perfect... you can when somebody says, have you ever done it? Okay, I'll start saying I can. Okay. Okay. I'll start saying. If you had to pick Judd Nelson or Jake Ryan. Oh, Ooh. Mm. oh yeah, I'd pick Jake Ryan. Of course you would. Yes, of course I would. No, He's I don't have to think about that. But can Jake Ryan strike a match on the back of his teeth? I don't know, but exactly. I bet he could. Yeah. I don't know if I. I don't know if that matters. Does to me. it not matter? Does it no. not matter? Okay, my second one is also from 1985. 
and or 1955 if you think about it because it's back to the future (laughs) i like how you did back to the future the number one movie in 1985 it was number one for 11 weeks in a row wow it was rejected several times because producers and executives were ooged out at the thought of a mom falling in love with her future son they were all ooged out by that okay which i thought was funny you know who wasn't ooged out by it steven spielberg because he's a brilliant brilliant man so he's (laughs) the one who greenlit it and at first the um it was eric stoltz the guy who was in some kind of wonderful he was cast as marty mcfly and really yes it just didn't it just didn't work they wanted michael j fox but he was wrapped up in family ties so then they kind of waited for michael j fox to be done and to squish it in. Good move. And I think he even shot some and did Family Ties at the same time because he knew that the movie, he assumed the movie was going to be good. And then there's Christopher Lloyd who played Doc yes, Brown. Yes. He also hunched the entire time because Michael J. Fox is so short. Short. Yes. Okay. Leah Thompson was not the original Lorraine. Oh. She came in because the original Lorraine, who I can't remember who it was. I want to say it was Lori Laughlin from... Full House. Okay. But I think um, she was dismissed when Eric Stoltz was, and oh. Leah Thompson came in because she's shorter than Michael J. Fox. Okay. And they needed okay. somebody shorter. They needed compatibility. Crispin Glover is George, the dad. Okay. And the guy, a guy named Thomas Wilson was Love Biff, him. who I, I, Biff is so, such a great, horrible character. <laughs> yes. He, he does it so well. He does. Well. What I loved about Back to the Future is the idea of thinking, would I be friends with my parents <laughs> if we were all in high school? Yeah, you're right. Would I be yeah. friends with my parents? Yeah. I don't think daddy would pay any attention to us. Right. I think he would roll he, his eyes and walk away. Yeah. Is he too cool for us? Yes. I think you're all right. All the way. Yeah. I think mom Wait, now would... Wait, you say mom is too cool for us? I think mom would think she was too cool for us and then soon she would go wait I like them if mom was in pretty and pink she would have been never gone to the (laughs) courtroom courthouse mom would have never seen Ducky or Andy in the courthouse no she wouldn't she wouldn't have no now not that mom's snotty and mean no right but mom had just as yeah. Won yeah. everything and got everything and was everything. Yeah, and you're right. Just for being a nice, you're kind right. person. You're right. But I think mom would think a little bit before allowing right. us into her fold. She True. just wouldn't do it naturally. Yes. Now, mom and daddy didn't have any enchantment under the sea dance where they met. Right. Because they met later. Right. But I really think daddy, well, daddy would have never gone to an enchantment under the sea no, dance. No, he wouldn't have been there. Um, no, he would not have been Not there. at all. Mm-hmm. And he would have been Mm-mm. Judd Nelson putting some girl's earring in his that is him. ear somewhere <laughs> also because and, and i i solely blame this on what we are experiencing right now too where we feel like all of the stuff from the 80s is all of a sudden coming back now right i feel like stuff from the 60s is came back during the 80s because even with dirty dancing and all of that the older music that our parents loved. And I feel like that's how this was too, going back to, you know, 1955 and, and, and what that would have looked like in that simpler, nicer time, which if we reverse it back to the future part two is exactly as cool as it was 
you know, it was supposed to be 2016. Exactly. But right. it was just as cool to think, oh, what's it going to be like 30 right, years right, before right. or 30 years behind? And the idea that a DeLorean could get you there is just flat out cool. No, that's just cool. Yeah. They said that um, Christopher Lloyd improvised most all of his stuff. The 1.21 gigawatts was a true statement, but he says gigawatts and it's actually gigawatt oh but he said gigawatt because whatever scientist who was training him up to Uh how to speak it he thought gigawatt was funnier than gigawatt (laughs) so he just started calling it a gigawatt and that is in the the canon of one-liners from back to the future 1.21 gigawatts that's really we say it all i say it all the time is that weird I need a nuclear reaction to, to generate the 1.21 gigawatts of electricity. What did I just say? The flux capacity stores. This sucker's electrical. But I need a nuclear reaction to, to generate the 1.21 gigawatts of electricity. 1.21 gigawatts! 1.21 gigawatts! Great Scott! What? What the hell is a gigawatt? I like the one-liners of it. I do remember Huey Lewis in the news. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I remember Johnny Be Good being mm-hmm, a big thing, but mm-hmm. I do not associate Back to the Future with a soundtrack. I don't either. I associate it with Michael J. Fox, his red puffy vest, yes. his purple Calvin Klein underwear, yes, his creepy dad, just his skateboard. His skateboard. I loved his dad. I could, his dad was like George. George was a lot of dads I knew. <laughs> loved him as i said back to the future 1985 number one movie of 1985 also goonies also breakfast club can you name any other top movies in 1985 (laughs) Uh, now let me let me say this the ones that you won't think of okay gary's favorite yeah so there's national lampoon Okay. Which was also John Hughes. European Vacation, I believe. Rocky Four with Drago. Oh, I loved Drago. him. Yeah, I loved him. And Mad Max. Yeah. We don't care about yeah. those. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so can you think of well, any Well, I mean, I others? care about Tina Turner and, you know. We don't need another hero. Yeah. Thunder Dome. Thunder Dome. Um, 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 Grease? No. No. I'm way off. Yeah, that's in the 70s. Grease 2? <laughs> um, We're gonna score tonight. <laughs> Believe it or not, that was not a top movie in 1985. Okay. I don't think it was made in 1985, but it was definitely not top. Some kind of wonderful? No. I don't know if it was in 1985. Say anything. No. Um, but something along those lines. I always put say anything in this movie together. Um, I want my two dollars. Yes. yes. Two dollars. Two dollars. I, I want my two dollars. Better off dead. <laughs> I love it. Yes. I love That's that one. That's a good one. Yes. That was 1985. <laughs> that was 1985. Real genius. Yes. Real genius. Who I was the guy it. in that? Real genius Val was Val Kilmer. Kilmer. He didn't look like Val Kilmer. No, he looked great. <laughs> In what? And the Sarah Jessica Parker boy. <laughs> Sarah Jessica Parker. 
<laughs> pretending to be a boy, like yes. going incognito. I'm I mentioned in- that to like a, a couple of friends I had and they started dying laughing. It's See, when so I say true. it, everybody gets it. Yes. It's like you don't want to believe it and you've watched the movie and you didn't think it. But I think it. Yeah. Now I can't stop thinking it. I can't either. And everybody I've told since then I think thinks it too. Because it is. I know, right? It's, it's where you Google it and say, <laughs> Does Sarah Jessica Parker have a yeah. twin brother? All right, or, listeners, they're they're gonna do this now. They are. They're do, gonna it. Do, this. Do, do it. Do it. Okay, do what's it. the other one besides um, real genius? Okay, real genius. Um I don't give me a hint. Um, Anthony Michael Hall. Uh, and a doll. <laughs> They make the woman. Mannequin? <laughs> oh. oh, 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 Weird, Weird science. science. Oh, my gosh. It's got my boy in it. Yeah. It's got my boy. Yeah. It's got Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, it, it does. Too. Did have. you know that? Yeah, it does. Oh. I did know that. Oh, yeah. Oh, so yeah. that's that's one, too. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Mission Impossible? No. No. <laughs> Oh, Pretty Woman's probably in there. No. no okay. That's 86, I believe. Oh, okay. Well, Legend. Meh. Legend. with. I, th- I thought that man was me, that devil man. <sighs> yeah. I did not oh, like yeah. him. No, he was believable. And I didn't like believable. how they cut the unicorn horn yeah. off. And... But it did make you feel me. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mask. Mask. Okay. Yeah. Another. That had um, Eric, Eric in there. The, the color purple. The color purple. Yes. Teen Wolf. Oh, so good. Another Michael J. Fox. I loved Teen Wolf. Teen I love Teen good. Wolf too, too, because I'm a Jason Bateman type of person. Oh, Jason Bateman. Oh, I know. Love him. Lots of love. So those are other okay greatest yeah. hits of 1985. Gotcha. Okay. What's your third and final? My third movie? offering. My third offering. Chica chica. Mm, mm. Don't don't. Oh yeah. Don't don't. <laughs> oh, Can you guess yeah. people? <laughs> don't don't. Yeah, I'm it. That's my. But the chicka 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 chicka. You had it on chicka chicka. Ferris Bueller. 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 Anyone. 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 <laughs> anyone. I mean, come on. Ferris Bueller's Day Off, 1986, another triple threat from John Hughes. It was his love letter to Chicago. But when you stop and think about what they did... Yeah, they went all around they Chicago. They showed you Chicago. Yeah. And in my mind, I didn't think about it. I thought, oh, they're at a baseball game. Oh, they're in a museum. That's so cool. He should have been at school. Of course, Matthew Broderick mm-hmm. loved him. Can't mm-hmm. imagine anybody playing Mm-mm. Ferris Bueller but Matthew Broderick. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, she also had Sloan. 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 And her jacket. Her her friend's oh. jacket. Now, I did love that jacket. I did, too. And I she did wore it with jacket. shorts. She wore it with shorts. And boots. She wore it with shorts and boots. I thought that was so cool. I thought she was cool. I think girls wanted to kind of be her. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was just too cool. And Cameron. Let my Cameron go. And, of course, you had Jeannie. Shout out to my Jennifer Grey. Show you some love. One thing I found out about when I was looking at this that I found very interesting mm-hmm. was that John Hughes wrote this in less than a week. I think I saw six so days. Cool. Lots of memorable things uh, in this movie. I felt the parade scene was Is that your favorite? Pretty, um, 
I, you know, I stopped to think about maybe what my favorite moments were. And I think I just, it's hard to say because I loved the flow of this movie when I really Mm -hmm. stop and think about it. Like a lot of John Hughes, it's done, of course, in a single day. Yeah. There's a clear beginning. There's a goal. There's an end. And, of course, you're anxious the whole time because there he is, like, defying everybody and everything. Is he going to get away with it? Is he going to get away with it? But at the same time, you know, he's getting to do all these cool things. They did a really good job with that to me. It's seamless because you can actually feel the school day ticking along and they check back in with the school and the principal. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. There's so many favorite moments. I think the parade was really cool um, just because, come on, you know, again, you're supposed to be in school and mm-hmm. you end up like lip syncing Don Cachane in the parade and mm-hmm. twist, twist and, and shout. And, um, and that's a legit actual parade. It was a legit actual parade. Because there's no way they could yes. have... Unless they well, just called people and no, say, hey, we're having a fake parade. I know I know they did. I know they had, like, I know they staged it. I know the parade scene, I read that it took more than one day. But I will tell you that I also read that I thought this was so cool. Like, for example, like a construction worker or a window washer, you would see mm-hmm. those were legit, those people's occupations. Oh. And they actually legit heard the music and got into it. Cool. And so John Hughes thought that was humorous. And, you know, made it real, and so he kept him in. I don't know. I love the shower scene. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I love that when he does the mohawk. And uh-huh. And he's singing just, into the... Know, yeah, he's like, he's real. He's like kind of... I mean, you just kind of want to like this character. Mm-hmm. I love the ending. Mm-hmm. Do you remember at the end? Uh, the Where credits says, roll. what are you, you had still to, doing here? Go you home. You had to wait, and mm-hmm. he says, you're still here. It's over. Go home. Go home. And... You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go. I think that's what endears the whole movie. Which is, you're still there because Ed Rooney is getting on the school bus where the girl's like, You wanna gummy bear? They're still warm for my pocket. Yes. That reminds me of my uh, cousin Stephanie and her friend Caroline. They used to lick gummy bears and put them them on on their shirts shirts and wear them like a pin. And I did that. I brought that back to Hallsville. And years and years later, when they were my roommates in college, they said, We never did that. We just told you we did. I know. So every time I hold gummy bears, which is a lot more than what I would like to admit, (laughs) Admit. I think (laughs) licking it and sticking it on my shirt. Okay. And then I also think these are warm from being in my pocket. They're nice and well, warm gummy bears are better. Okay. My last one is. Another one from 1985, which all of mine were from 1985. And that is Girls Just Want to Have Fun. Yes. Whoop. Sarah Jessica Parker mm-hmm. as Janie and Helen Hunt as yes. Lynn. Lovelyn. And Shannon Doherty, you probably know, as yes. Maggie. She's the yes. young. And then Jonathan Silverman is Drew. And then yes. the mean girl is Natalie. And then the cute boy is Jeff. Okay. Now, I have admitted on this podcast that Jake Ryan was probably my first mm. boy mm-hmm. movie crush. Mm-hmm. I think Jeff Moline mm-hmm. would be close behind him. Jeff does not trump 
Jake Ryan. No, 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 no. I understand. Jeff also is like 35 years old in high school. Yes. But yes. I remember thinking Jake Ryan wasn't so much of a bad boy. I'm not attracted to the Judd Nelson's yes. benders of the world. Yes. Because that's a little too extreme for me. Yes. But Jeff Moline rode a motorcycle. Yes, he and did. And he, he wore shirts without sleeves. Yes, he did. <laughs> and he could dance. Yeah. So Sarah Jessica is in high school, Catholic girl high school. Right. But she, all she wants to do is dance. Yeah. And her friend <laughs> Lynn... Convinces her to go try out for right. DTV, which is right. basically what um, solid gold would yes. you say? But yes. from eighties, yes, yes. So actually. these solid gold mm-hmm. dancers, you have a partner because Gosh, it was. I a, loved it. Wasn't that awesome? I, I mean, it. we saw minutes of it, and I thought I would watch DTV all day too. long. I would too. So there's partners that dance together, right. and we needed a new partnership, right? And so she gets matched with Jeff Moline, right. and they kind of hate love each other. Right. I love that Sarah Jessica Parker, whenever she wasn't in her Catholic school girl outfit, wore a white splatter painted leotard with um, suspenders. Yes. Now, where were the suspenders attached right. to? I'm not sure, but um, I didn't care. Now, Jamie, did you ever wear this? Because I didn't. Socks with heels. Yes. <laughs> yes. What color were your yes. heels? Every color. It was the 80s. Every and then, color. Every so you'd color. have color, you'd have flesh legs and then socks and then heels? Oh. Or did you have... Oh, heck yeah. Oh, heck yeah. Did you have tights and socks and heels? Both. Because both. these DTV dancers, I yes, noticed, I were in hyper color. Right. Orange, yellow, yes. pink, Everything green. Everything that color. But they also were wearing socks and heels. Dancing in heels. Yep. Now, I've danced in character shoes before. No. But me. dancing in heels yeah. seemed... Interesting to me. Yeah, impressive. I did love the uh, the nun doing the pommel horse. <laughs> Always love that. Stop! I, it's a boy. <laughs> but yes, it, that was great. She I had always to tuck loved. She had to tuck bed. everything in, including mm-hmm. her crucifix. Mm-hmm. I loved that. But I think my favorite part was the debutante ball where Janie and Lynn and Maggie have. Made 150 copies of yes. the Debutante Ball invitation. Yes. And they handed out to all the punk people. Yes. 85 was a time when we had this, I'm going to wear hyper color heel <laughs> shoulder pad yes. perm. Yes. But over here, uh-huh, uh-huh. you're wearing uh-huh. spiked right. hair right. with purple tips and a dog collar right. and leather and right. Chain. Those were people that were friends with Simon. <laughs> exactly. So that's like a punk. Yes, new wave punk. Punk thing. Mm-hmm. Because kind of Sarah Jessica there. Parker, when she's at the mall, right, she has on a denim skirt and a denim jacket. Now it's huge and it it's got some huge, bedazzlements yeah. and and, yeah, yeah. and rhinestones oh, on it. Or, so they go to the, this even place that is a punk place because right, it's right. like a diner or yeah, something in there. I was about to use handing the word diner. them handing them out everywhere. Yes. And so all these punk people mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. play heavy metal, right. I guess, music right. come in and, and flip through and break the glass and everything. Right. And they all come in. They do their thing. And right. uh, and crazy big hair, yes. odd looking makeup. Yes. Very, very strange. And there's one point, do you remember the one of the punk guys takes the tablecloth and 
and jerks it yes. and nothing falls over but then another one stands Comes. up mm-hmm. and knocks everything off the table yes that's robert downey jr what and he's in it because he was dating sarah jessica parker no at the time. way and did you know they dated seven years no i did not know that either no i didn't love the fashion in this movie mm-hmm. a whole lot because i didn't i didn't I didn't really dress that way ever. Mm -hmm. I remember bright colors and I remember like Coca-Cola t-shirts and jellies Mm -hmm. and, Mm -hmm. and things like that. But I, at one point, Helen Hunt, Lynn, Mm -hmm. they're at the audition Mm -hmm. and she, I think is in a leotard and then has a yellow shirt Mm -hmm. with a huge hole Hole in the back. back. Yeah. I loved it. And then she has the beret with like a grasshopper on her head. And I remember thinking I would never wear that. I didn't. I didn't right. love that. Yeah. And this one was hard for me, too, because I thought, well, because I loved the the ending scene where they're, they're in a dance-off. Technique, it's oh, in yes, the yes, yes. Uh-huh. Yes. With yes. Natalie and her guy. Yes. And I loved that part so much, and I loved the, the debutante ball was definitely my favorite. But at the end, it's such a great dance segment except now as a 41 year old and I'm watching it I can totally see when it's not Sarah Jessica Parker doing all the exactly fantastical gymnastics and when he's lifting her in the air and walking it off that's not the real him and that's not the real her right but it is a dance movie so I had a hard time thinking well maybe I shouldn't pick girls just want to have fun it should be a a dance dance movie but when I think of dance movies in my head right now, it's never girls just want to have fun. No, I agree. So I feel like it. Yeah. It felt like it, it should be in the in the eighties movies because it's one that I watched a lot. You're right. As a kid, you're right. Do you remember the baby's name that Lynn? Baby sat. She sat her in the pizza. In the pizza. It was some. She had red hair. <laughs> she did. Stinky. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Score. <laughs> Score. <laughs> Stinky Lipsky. There you go. Don't say I've never watched. That is good. You pulled yes. that out from the file. I sure did. Good I job. Sure did. Good job. File's not locked away yet. <laughs> Still got it. <laughs> Thank y'all for listening. And if you'd like to join in on the conversation, feel free to leave a comment on the website, my Facebook page, or Twitter account. And I know after recording the Love Story podcast, which was episode four, y'all are going to have a lot to say about this. You're very passionate when it comes to favorite movie genres. I love it. Please let your voices be heard and leave a comment. Until we're together again, love you, mean it. Texas forever. Texas forever.